Hey everybody, welcome to the Midnight Franken. I was waiting for Greg to be like, ah, screw up your countdown. Uh, welcome to uh, episode 13. Episode welcome 13. To episode 13. Yeah. Um, I'm Josh, uh, sitting alongside me to my right, as always, is uh, the Greg. I'm not the movie guy. Dick. The movie guy. I, I want to do this just as much as you. The movie guy, Greg. Hey, 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 it's Greg, the movie guy here. <laughs> and to my left, as always, is Patrick. Hey, everybody, how's it going? And we are missing our fourth, across the table. Our fourth wheel. Table, uh, Tom. Yep, Tom is out uh, tech rehearsing today, so he's not able to join us. Um, yeah, so we just we were talking about, before we started doing this, that it's been since May since we've tackled one of these. And if we remember what happened the last time we went a long time without tackling one of these, we couldn't talk. Uh, we were flubbing a lot of... Uh, yeah, that was you and me, wasn't yeah, it? Was yeah, it was really rough. Was, I couldn't even read, um, let alone talk. <laughs> so this should go well. This is going to go a lot better because I am here. Yeah, we have oh, got okay. a third. We are not stuck in Lunderwand. We've got, yeah. we've got someone else <laughs> yeah. to blame. <laughs> we got a third to chime in. we got someone else to blame our shit on. Um, so yeah, uh, it's been a while. I'm sure we all have a ridiculous amount of film watching under our belt. Um do you want to talk about the bad news or do you want to wait for well, another I, day? To- I, no, I, th- I think we can address it. And then uh, at the next podcast, I think we just we, we just dedicate our segment to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd um, be good. Uh, George Romero passing yeah. away at age 77, 77 yeah. from lung, uh, lung cancer. That's already right started. The, the lung cancer. The, the, the lung yeah. cancer. Yeah, I can. <laughs> it's already started. give up. Um, yeah, it's a, a really kind of a bummer day. Um, obviously... Uh, big in the in the horror genre, but uh, like it's, I think it's a good idea to, to um, wait uh, and uh, really chat. give it a due, yeah. give it yeah. a, give it a due diligence. Yeah. Right, right. Um, so yeah, we got that off the list now, and uh, too bad, so sad he died. All right. Um, so uh, tonight uh, we are going to talk about. Uh, XX here in a little bit, but do we go around uh, the table right quickly and uh, do our what we've been watching? Yeah, and uh, we had mentioned maybe changing this up just a little bit. That yeah, we, we uh, each say a movie and then kind of go round robin. Yeah, here round and, robin. Uh, yeah, and uh, <clears throat> that we were not just shooting off a list here. Yeah, Greg. So, so, so nobody happens to dominate like an entire segment. <clears throat> I have no <laughs> idea who does that. Uh, we're going to try to keep it. The, I was going to say keep it to five, but I see Greg writing a list and I can already tell we're pretty well screwed. No, so, this, this shouldn't be too bad. I just, I was not prepared as usual. So yeah. I'm going through and frantically backtrack or back pedaling. Greg, do you want to start? <laughs> no, I really don't. You know, it's, I, I'll go ahead and start yeah, because start I, I actually have 10 things on my list for the first time in many weeks. I've been able to sit down and, and actually watch some movies <clears throat> and some of them I'm not even going to talk about that much. I'm just going to say that I saw it and then yeah. pass the torch so yeah. we're not occupying a lot of time yeah, here. for sure. Uh, the first one I saw was uh, uh, The Good Neighbor. Uh, okay, this yep. was on Netflix, um, and what pulled me into this into this movie was the fact that it was James Caan. I love James Caan as an actor, uh, and he's uh, obviously much older now. Yeah. Um, but essentially, a story about the next door neighbor's kids were doing this uh, quote unquote scientific experiment where they got into his house, rigged it up to make it look like his house was haunted, and then filmed him this entire time. Uh, so it was an interesting movie. Uh, I ended up really liking it. 
somebody mentioned that movie to me the other day and then said, or I mentioned that movie to somebody the other day because you had mentioned it, and they're like, oh, you should watch that and 13 Cameras. So I might watch those two. I've come across 13 Cameras. I haven't watched yeah. it yet, but it looks he said it was really intriguing. Good. So uh, 13 Cameras and uh, The Good Neighbor might be a, a nice little double feature uh, in the future. Uh, I'm going to start with one uh, really old school one. Um, that I've seen a million times, but Greg and I have been talking about doing this eighties watch thing Oh yes. that I'm kind of a psyching up for. So, um, I watched <clears throat> gremlins for the first time in a really long time. And again, not going to talk a lot about it, but like, I love that movie. Um, was, it is so good. Was this a rediscovery for you or, um, like, so I've seen it a, a million times. Okay. So there's nothing in there that I really forgot happened. Um, and you don't forget how good the movie is. It was just like, I want to watch, I want to put in something that, uh, you know, that movie is like almost kind of a feel good movie, although it's really a screwed up movie. It's kind of a feel good movie. Like it just reminds you of like childhood. So Gremlins was a, a nice little uh, go to. And uh, the other thing is, is do you watch that movie during Halloween or do you watch that movie during Christmas? Christmas. This is one of those movies that can uh, can sit on the fence. Yep, absolutely. So Gremlins, fantastic. If you haven't seen it, dig yourself out of that hole and go watch it. <laughs> no doubt. The Rock is not that heavy. Yeah. Remove it and watch it. Oh, I guess I'm up? Yeah. Okay, sorry. This is a new format for me. I'm not quite sure. So um, because I had brought up that uh, rediscovery, I, I recently rediscovered a movie that I I had seen several times. I own it. I just it's there's so many movies out there you just kind of forget that some of these exist. I, I watched The Matrix and I just I forgot how beautiful of a movie it is. The story is amazing. It's it's fresh. It's a fresh story. It still holds up for today, you know? Um it came out back in 1999, so we're pushing 20 years old on that. But the relevance of it when it came out is just as relevant because we're basically heading into a lot of the technological advances that they are kind of getting into right now, not necessarily learning Kung Fu at the type of a computer button, but um, you know, all the the tech stuff that's in there and how all that kind of transpires. It's just, it's a really, really good movie. Silence. All right. So you're passing the torch then passing the torch. Okay. Uh, I saw another movie called uh, on Netflix called I am the pretty thing that lives in the house. Yes. It's on my list. Okay. Um, I would probably say do not waste your time. Oh. Uh, but that's just me personally. It's a real slow burner that to me never catches fire. Um, uh, it's, so it's, sad. it's yeah. Um, because the, the, yeah, the, the, the trailer for it looks awesome. Uh, but for me personally, uh, I just, I, I could not get into it. It just, like I said, slow burned all the way through to the end. Uh, and just, it, it just smoldered for me. That so, sucks. uh, it's on your list. I'm saying maybe dig into the first 10 minutes of it and see if it catches your attention or not. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it just did nothing for me. And I, pushed all the way through to the end well speaking of movies that did nothing for me and that was two and a half hours of popcorn scenes greg you know what i'm talking about Uh um i watched gore verbinski's a cure for wellness i was really really excited for this movie Mm -hmm. heard a lot of interesting things kind of good kind of bad about it it's a two and a half hour movie where they could have easily cut out probably 45 minutes (coughs) and that 45 minutes was basically what 
we would call popcorn scene, which mm-hmm. was just the same shit over and over again to fill time. Yep. Um, or they just forgot they shot that scene and <laughs> went back and did it again. I'm not quite sure which one it was, but there's a lot of stuff where the main character kept going back to another character, would talk to her, would leave, and then two minutes later go back to that character and basically have the same conversation. Mm-hmm. So um, I wanted to love this movie so much. It had it reminded me a lot of Shutter Island, okay, um, hmm. which you were a fan of that. You did not like Shutter Island, and you will hate A Cure for Wellness. Um, it reminded me a lot of that same kind of concept. Okay. Um, it was just, it was a long, long journey to get to the end of a movie that didn't have really the, uh, it was a long walk for a short drink of water. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So that's my second one. So I, I have kind of a question off of that and I'll try to make it quick because I know we gonna, we want to get rolling here, but do you notice that a lot of movies are kind of hitting minimums of you have to hit almost like a two hour minimum on them? Do you think that a lot of the scenes that would have normally been cut out to make a movie stronger are being submitted in just to try and hit that two hour minimum so people so that audience members can feel like they're getting their money's worth out of their ten, fifteen, twenty dollar movie tickets? I don't still think you do that with a horror film though. Horror films are a standard like 80, mm-hmm. 90 minutes. Right. Get the get the the little setup in the first ten minutes, and then start driving that shit hundred miles an hour. Yeah. There are there are certain exceptions. Horror would be one of them. I'd also include comedy Comedies. in that too. Yeah. But I, I have noticed that there's a lot of those scenes that should have normally been cut out, or the popcorn scenes, or their fluff scenes, or whatever. Yeah. That really just they could have done without. But I feel like they're doing that more just so that. They hit that two-hour minimum. But you yeah. can get away with that in a Marvel movie. Uh, uh, War for the Planet of the Apes, I think, is two and a half hours, two hours and 20 minutes. It's, it's about, about 2.15. It's a right set, yeah. But I, it's, from what I understand, I mean, that's straight action for the most part, right, <clears throat> Patrick? Or no? You're not going to say anything because I'm going to say because you haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, if you watch the other Planet of the Apes movies, I mean, mm-hmm. that's like the first one's kind of a setup. But the mm-hmm. second one's like straight just they go to, they go for it. So I can I can see two and a half hours of that kind of movie because it's straight action and you don't really notice sure. that runtime. Sure, sure. Okay. So just something I'd been kind of pondering about but while you were talking about that. Yeah, so. I get exactly what you're saying though. Um, another one on my list. I, I kind of go through because <laughs> I recently changed positions at my work. If you've talked or if you've listened to us before and you heard me talk about movies that I've watched in an undisclosed area, I used to watch movies at work. I can say <laughs> it now because fuck my whole job (laughs) and I don't Uh, care. Um, I would go through and I would watch movies on Netflix that I had already seen so that I could try and be somewhat productive, but have something on in the background that I could look back and forth between. So I have, uh, I have a long list, but I'm not going to go through them all. I rewatched the movie yoga hosers. Ooh, good call. Hmm. I, yes, I was looking for something fun and I saw that pop up as a new download. I was like, yep, this is going to happen. Yeah. Um, I love, I love this movie. I love everything about this movie. It's campy. It's hilarious. I thought the, uh, uh, Harley Quinn Smith and I can't think of her name. Lily Rose. Lily Rose Rose Depp were phenomenal as the Colleen's. Um, they have Bratsies in it. it, Ridiculous. I mean, the movie (laughs) is ridiculous, but it's done well. I I wasn't a huge fan of Tusk. Because I felt like it was more serious and over the top. Josh is giving me the evil eye right now. I love Tusk. I know you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm, yeah. yeah. 
Um, I thought that what Kevin Smith did with Yoga Hosers was just hysterical. It was a great, uh, great movie. Moose Jaws is on hold now because <laughs> Kevin Smith is seeing other people's dreams come true. He's hoping on a student film right now. Oh, wow. Really? Or like Interesting. a super small indie film, like going back to his like roots where he's like not the director on it and he's not even the writer on it. He's just there. Like, I think he's either, he might be a producer on it or he's mm-hmm. there monetarily, but he's hoping it's in Florida. They're shooting it in Florida. Yeah. And um, yeah, somebody else's film. So, That's awesome. Good yeah. for him. He's, hmm. yeah, he's, he's just an inspiration. Yeah. I love Kevin Smith. So, yeah. Um, Wonder Woman, go see it. Good call. Yep. I second um, that Wonder Woman. Uh, write it down. I watched a movie called The Axe Murders of Velisca. I wondered if ne- you would see that. On Netflix, uh, I I went to the Velisca Axe <laughs> House in <laughs> Iowa a few years back and stayed overnight there. So I was really curious just to see what they do with the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's not so much what happened in the house. It's a group of kids go to the house to explore and, and see what happened to stay overnight. And they end up getting kicked out of the house and they break back in and... Mm-hmm all the other crazy shit happens. It's not good. It's not good at all. Um, yeah. That's the uh, best setup but, ever. Um, <laughs> but it was, it was watchable. It was a good, it was, it was a first time watch. Sure. And a last time watch. A one time. I will go back to that movie. Sure. But I'm glad I got it out of the system. I don't have to pass by it on Netflix ever again and go, I wonder what that's about. Um, so yeah, it's done. And, uh, and it's done. Excellent. Um, so kind of along the same lines of rewatching uh, movies, I, I came across Big Daddy the other day. And I wanted to relive the, we'll call it the glory days, when Adam Sandler could actually make a good film. Um, yeah, it was a good movie. Yeah. Still good. Still hilarious. Yeah, that's one of his, Heartfelt. I, that's one of his I do enjoy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. 2014 movie called The Unwanted. Um <laughs> Okay, you guys just high five each other, and uh, I'm curious as to why. Uh, I think that was the original title for The Wanted. Was it no. The Unwanted? No, it was always The Wanted. Was it? Yeah. Uh, I think it was crack jokes about how when we were finished it, it was Unwanted. unwanted. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, and in this case, I did not, after seeing it, that maybe I should not have wanted to watch The Unwanted. <laughs> On Netflix? On Netflix. Okay. Um, however, it did have one of the best kill scenes that I've seen in a while. Uh, uh, if you're not familiar with this actor, William Catt, uh, for people from my generation, they would know him from the greatest American hero. Um, but like I said, that's my generation growing up. Anyway, the, the kill happened that uh, this woman, well, first of all, she got, no, this is two different kills, uh, but both of them were pretty cool. Uh, the The first one is uh, he sneaks up behind this woman and he's able to wrap uh, plastic around her head and he holds that with one hand so she's unable to breathe and she's scrambling at that while he hacks her head off with the other hand. Oh. And it was pretty brutal. I mean, it it came out of nowhere and just completely took me by by surprise. Uh, So I I don't know if it was the effect of the killing that affected me, uh, but um, it did. And then the, the second killing is an arrow through the back of the head that comes out of the mouth. Nice. It was, it was yeah, pretty, it was pretty sweet. So um, two things I got out of that movie that were good were the two kills, the rest of it, not so much. Garbage. Garbage. Nice. Uh, the Void. The Void on Netflix. Um, 
weirdest movie I've ever seen. I've saw there's a movie called Baskin on Netflix. That's like the most grotesque movie I've ever. I, I didn't even finish that movie. The Void. I avoided it for <laughs> I avoided it nah. for a long time because I was like it's, it re- was gonna re- it reminded me a little bit reading about it it reminded me a little bit of I was like this is gonna be like Baskin and I'm not gonna be able to finish it but I pulled the trigger on it and I sat through it and it's the weirdest fucking movie I've ever I'm sorry for the language it's the weirdest <laughs> movie I've ever seen when have you ever apologized for language it's my, it's the weirdest, 13 episodes in Josh's first apology the for language weirdest <laughs> fucking movie i've ever seen in my life it's like uh it starts out of the gate action and it ends on a really interesting note and all the shit in the middle was just it was just it's like they wrote this really cool concept of what around these like cult Mm -hmm. people in like white sheets or whatever they're not the kind of white sheets i know that you might be thinking of right now is this cult was standing outside this hospital and it's like they wrote this whole concept around these really weird cult people and then didn't know how to like put it all together. Mm -hmm. I got on this group after I got done with watching the movie and was like, it's, it's a horror group that I'm part of. And I was like, what is this movie about? I'm not saying I hate it. I just don't know what it was about. Somebody please explain this movie to me. Nobody could do it. Nobody. So it's a movie that people either really love or they just don't know what's going on, how to take it. Sure. So uh, the void, I wouldn't avoid it. Watch it. Watch it. And then and then send me a Facebook message and tell me what that movie was about, because I don't know. So that's my Greg, the movie guy says challenge. accepted. Please write a review. I dare you <laughs> <laughs> be two and a half pages of. What the f- <laughs> yeah. Um I went back and watched the movie Trolls. It's on my list. The cart the the animated the recent the, animated one yeah, that okay. just came out. Have oh, you seen it yet? Recent animated one. No. It came out like last year. Oh no. Or earlier this year. Are you talking about a little fuzzy head plastic yep. thing? Yeah. Okay, never no, no, never mind. That's not what I was thinking. What were you thinking? I was thinking Troll Hunter. Troll Hunter, yeah. Oh, the Norwegian one? Mm-hmm. I have seen that. Okay. That's on my list. Not Watch Troll. it. Two it's, completely different movies. I was, I was yeah, exactly. I was just, but that's what I was thinking of. Um, Troll Hunter is really good. It's really, really interesting how they did it. It's very much like, uh, what's the New York one where they tried to redo the the Godzilla thing, but it was oh, Cloverfield. Uh, Cloverfield. It's a lot like Cloverfield. But I thought they did it a lot better. Mm, interesting. Okay. So give it a watch. All right. uh, no, this was the the animated film with uh, voiced by Anna Kendrick oh, and uh, Justin Timberlake. I didn't really care for it the first time. Second time around wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. The story is just – it's weird. It's weird for a kid's movie because – I don't – have you seen it? You've got kids. <laughs> You've got do. young kids. Sorry. Um, no, I, they've seen it. I have not seen it. You have not. Okay. No. The, the premise of the story is these these evil like ogre type characters uh, live for the one day when they can eat a troll, and it's supposed to bring them happiness because these trolls are so happy that they party and sing and dance and hug all the time. It's <laughs> it's weird. It is weird. It's weird. I'll give you that. Um, but it seems grotesque that you're showing these pretty gruesome villainless ogre-like characters too and you're marketing it to younger kids 
Yeah. Like you're saying, you're, you're telling these younger kids, these things eat these, these happy, fun, cutesy little characters. Now is that movie marketed <clears throat> towards young kids or is it marketed towards the generation that grew up with trolls? With troll dolls? That's an interesting thought. I had not thought about that. I don't. I, I think it would go both ways. Yeah. I think with with kids movies, especially animated movies anymore, they're trying to capture the the kid audience as well as the parent audience that <clears throat> has to sit there with the kids. Yeah. You know, like I look back at Shrek, and I think, okay, Shrek is a goofy character. Kids are going to like it. They're going to see the Snow Whites and the Robin Hoods and mm-hmm. whoever yeah. else was in there. They're going to love the fairy tale. But there's adult humor in there. Yeah. Like a lot of adult humor that these kids are not going to pick up on. So I'm wondering if these studios are trying to get smarter about, hey, parents are in the audience too. We don't want to bore them to death by letting them watch another Doc McStuffins mm-hmm. or whatever's on the freaking Disney channel. Or Doc McStuffins. I don't yeah. know where I pulled that out of. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a doctor that takes care of stuffed animals. Yeah, duh. Uh, we should get your on. mind out of the gutter, Josh. It's not well, that kind of a Doc McStuffins. It's a documentary. Anyway, continue, Greg. I think we fucked. Nope, this nope, we're good. We're good. We're done. We're done with trolls. Uh, All right. Yes, it's interesting. Maybe give it a one watch. the uh, The best thing that came out of that was the song that uh, Justin Timberlake did. Um, the one that's on the radio all the time. I got a feeling. That, yeah. No, not that one. That wasn't Justin Timberlake. Um, oh no, no, no! I know what you're saying. The, the 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 dance. Yeah. Dance, dance, dance. Yeah. I can't think of what it is, but you can't know stop the feel- can't stop, can't the, feeling. stop the feeling. There you yes. Go. yes, Josh for the win. Wondering about you. <laughs> I knew the feeling was in there. Yeah. All right. I told you. I, I mean, it's on the radio, like at all my the job, all the time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's your. Yeah, that's his excuse. For he sits at home while he watches horror movies. Yeah. Flares. He dances to Justin Timberlake. I mute the horror film and just listen to that. Okay. He he dances at home to Justin Timberlake with ramen noodles on his head. All right, then. That's weird. Ramen well, noodles. Because be like a troll then, I guess. Oh, no, I was thinking Justin Timberlake when he was in. Oh, yeah, true. Uh, in sync. Yeah. And he had the really, really curly, oh, the really curly hair that looked okay. like ramen noodles. Yeah. All right. Oh, that joke just failed. Wow. It really did. We had to dig really deep. Yeah. So, so that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. How do you got left, Greg? I'm done. You're done with your There's list? There's nothing else worth mentioning. Okay. Kung Fu Panda, Boat Trip, Jackass, The Ranch Part 3, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, and Santa Clarita Diet. Done. How many you got left, Patrick? I, I, I have a handful, but I okay. can go through them pretty quick. How many do you have? I have the one. Okay. Well, I'm going to do one here, and then you can do one, then I can rattle off the rest yeah. of mine pretty quick. Uh, if you like Orange is the New Black, I believe you would love Wentworth. Mm. Five seasons yeah. on Netflix. It's a New Zealand version of uh, Orange is the New Black. Um but much more hard hitting. Okay. Um, really great series. Um, honorable mention. I watched Cabin. Uh, I watched Cabin Fever last night. Um, it's a really great movie. That's an honorable mention. It's not even on my list. The one with Ryder Strong. Uh, it's Eli Ross Cabin Fever. Yeah, it had Ryder Strong. Ryder Strong. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Ryder Strong's in it. Yes. I was like, I, I had to think of who that well, was. Well, you said Cabin Fever, and I'm thinking. Cabin in the Woods? No, Cabin no, Fever. Cabin Fever, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but my last one on my list is a movie that is like people either love it or I actually had an argument the other day with somebody going back and forth on this movie because I dug the movie and he thought it was the dumbest thing ever made. Uh, 47 Meters Down. If anybody has seen not it. seen that I movie, seen yet. go see it. I want it's, to. It's um, <laughs> not like... 
there's some stupid writing in the movie. I will give anybody that. Yeah. There's some, but I feel like it had to be in there to keep the movie going, or they just would have sat these two girls go on a on a shark diving um, thing. Their cage breaks and they mm-hmm. drop to the, you know, forty seven meters down. Yeah, and they keep getting in and out of the shark cage to try to get help, and they're surrounded by sharks and whatever. The great thing about this movie is like. It is shot really dark, and the timing of everything is off. So you can't see like they're the actors are constantly looking into the dark. Mm-hmm. So you don't know if a shark's coming out of there. And like you know how music sets the tone in right. these horror films, where you feel like here it comes, here it yeah. comes, here it comes. In that movie, it was a lot of anticipation and then nothing would happen and you go you take your breath of okay and then it would punch oh, you in the okay. face so the timing Pitch was off, off on that movie uh which is like i think a, a, a great thing that was brought to that movie uh 47 meters down i it's definitely worth a watch if you go on a early sunday morning for five bucks is that still out I don't. I think Forty Seven Meters Down is still playing. There's a lot of movies that open this weekend that probably could have kicked it, it out. Mm-hmm. Might um, be at the Grand. Yeah, definitely at the Grand. Um, I would. I would check for it. It's a. Uh, it's a good watch. So, um, and uh, Kong Skull Island uh, op- uh, goes to DVD this uh, coming Tuesday, just in case anybody wanted to know, so they could go purchase that movie. <clears throat> oh, the movie my wife walked out on. <laughs> yeah, that one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's my last one on the list. Okay, I'm going to rattle these off. I have just a small handful left. Uh, the Stranger, also on Netflix. Um, eh, neither there. Uh, it, or, yeah, it just mm, didn't do much for me. The Good Doctor, uh, which was uh, an Orlando Bloom movie where he makes some unethical choices on that. When did that one come out? Yep. Okay. <laughs> See, that's a name you haven't don't hear it very often. Yeah. It's a, it a fantastic play, though. Oh. It's fun. Yeah, it's not the same story, but it's not it's, at all. yeah. Uh, no, the, the the good doctor. Um, not safe for work, which Josh and I have talked about before. It's a Blumhouse movie. Um, yes, and it's like a single s- setting. It all takes place in a like one floor of an office building. Yes, uh, a guy comes in uh, representing a mob thing and basically hunts these people down. During the entire movie. What was that on, Patrick? What was what on? Um, not safe for work. What's was uh, Netflix. Was, it's on Netflix? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I enjoyed that one, actually. Uh, people I didn't know, which is always, I always like in movies, seeing new people. Um, the Pact. I think that one came out in 2000. I can't remember now. Uh, a woman goes back and her house is supposedly haunted. Um, and she finds like a relative... I'm going to give it away because I don't know if anybody's going to see it. Finds a relative living in the ba- in the basement under the floorboards, basically. Okay. Uh, and then today, uh, my wife and I went and saw War of the Planet of the Apes. Yes. And this is a movie. Um, I I really enjoyed this one. Uh, I don't know if it's as good as the first one, um, because the first one just it, it interest it introduced like this whole new motion capture type thing, which yeah. I just mm-hmm. thought was amazing. This one goes 
10 steps beyond that sure. with the motion capture. It is absolutely amazing. It is a beautiful movie. And uh, I don't want to give anything away because Josh so desperately wants to see this movie. So I have not seen any of the movies in that series. Mm-hmm. Am I like missing out? Yes, you are. You are. You are. It's so good. No, did- I, I gave the movies to my dad this last couple of days ago. And I was like, watch these because I want to take I want to take them to War of the Planet of the Apes. And he's like, well, he remembers the original Planet of the Apes. He's like, right. well, are these going to be, are these people? Are these, these com- like, is it all like in computers? Because my dad's old. He's like 100. And uh, I was like, no, it's all CGI. So he's, I, I want to see his thought on seeing the original Planet of the Apes mm-hmm. when it came out and then right. seeing how they do the motion capture yeah. and everything. The other thing is really quick before we move on to XX, I promise I'll make it quick, is how uh, they were talking about the other day, I was reading an article about how, why people who are, who do motion capture acting cannot be nominated for an Oscar. Because Andy Serkis Andy is Serkis out is on a lot Andy of great Serkis all-star. All-star. Yeah. All star. yeah. yeah. Yeah, he. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. he cannot be nominated. Caesar, for Caesar, Caesar in this was absolutely amazing. It's crazy what he, what he did with he Caesar in this is absolutely amazing. And and what they fail to realize is that they, they're using the emotions, they're using the facial, mm-hmm. uh, 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 you know, everything that they do with their face, and they're they they use that. They're yeah. just covering it with. They're just covering it with with a picture, you yeah. know, and they're they're using the performance. And Andy Serkis is absolutely amazing, mm-hmm. and I agree with you. He should be nominated. Yeah. and people say that he's not. That you're not. You don't have to act because you're not being seen. But, but you're all of you is being yeah. seen. Yeah, your emotions. They're using his voice. They're using yeah. his eyes. They're using his emotions. Yeah. They're, they're using all of it. So and there's no reason he should, should not be. It's, it's the Academy being a yeah. bunch of fucking dudes. Yeah, it's, it's not it's, real acting. Yeah, it's something. Well, yeah, it's more acting than fucking. <clears throat> yeah, it's definitely yeah. something that should be considered. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, mm-hmm. and and something, and you're familiar with the original with uh, uh, Andy McDowell and I mean Ro- Roddy, Roddy McDowell, McDowell and uh, yeah. <laughs> Andy McDowell. Andy McDowell. That's okay. Earlier today, I said uh, I made reference to it, and I said Roddy Roddy Dangerfield. Roddy Roddy Piper. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a good, going, a different what movie. The hell. Uh, so, Roddy uh, McDowell and um, uh, Charleston Charles Heston. Charleston Charles Heston. Charles Heston. Yeah. Charles <laughs> so, so you're familiar with it. You've seen it. Yes, and everything I have else. seen. Yeah. You will appreciate this movie for some a few subtleties all the way Does through. It? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I'm not giving anything away by That's saying fine. that. I'm so, so excited to see the movie. It it was really good, uh, and uh, I was able to enjoy it despite the fact that my recliner did not work. No, was it plugged in? I don't know because both of ours uh, we had a unit. Yep. Yeah, we had. She had a unit. Yeah. Uh, both of them did not work, so it was either a fuse or wasn't plugged in yeah. or whatever. So. I've had that happen, and it wasn't plugged in. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. War of the planet, War of the planet, War for the planet of the apes, War and for the planet of the apes. Wish upon are both on my list to go see. Okay. In this next week. All right. So that that's all of mine. I went through them pretty quickly, yeah. but uh, thirty minutes into this, so let's we'll, talk about we'll blow XX out really. Quick. I, I don't think it would take very long. No, it usually doesn't. Right. Um, XX is the movie that we watched for the podcast this weekend. Um, it uh, well, Patrick. I'm trying to kill some time so he can bring it up. Oh, sure. And uh, read off the uh, synopses. Um, uh, 
the cool thing about this movie before while he's looking for that is all female directors which is a new thing for oh, really? anthology film oh. uh it's, it's i don't think that's been done <sighs> before um so Patrick is fucking killing. Sorry, me. I just feel no, like he's over here laughing at me. Like, let's see this buffoon. Like, let's see how long he can go. It's like, boy, my internet <laughs> yeah. is slow. Um, uh, Josh, how you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. Good. Uh, well, I'm not doing good because I'm trying to. Well, feel, I'm trying to help you feel. I'm here by asking it. how you're doing. Um, good. 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 Um, what's what's new? Anything? Anything fun? Uh, Working on any writing? There could be a lot of new things coming up here mm-hmm. soon which we had some chatting about before we got on the cast. Yes, uh, that is true. Really some cool things. Um, so, uh, in the, uh, no, just go, go talk about the movie. Okay. I'll, I'll get the synopsis here. That's cool. I don't even think you really um, need an entire it's, official synopsis. Yeah, it's fine. It's for, it's for, Films, it's, it's an anthology, it's four films with no wraparound device, none, uh, at all. So, Greg, do you want to start? There was kind of a wraparound, I don't know no, that I would, wasn't. it's not like a story wraparound, it did not tie shit together. Sorry, oh, I see what you're um, talking about, wraparound, but I mean, there was like little pieces was, of like a, a house with a doll face and an eye that it would made cut to, no goddamn sense. But, uh, I'm glad we can argue about this. I know, I'd, I'd be happy um, to start, yeah, go, Greg. <clears throat> The movie XX is missing an X. Yeah. As in, don't fucking watch it. Okay. Oh, okay. I thought you just wanted to see triple X porn. Yeah. No, <laughs> this is like, not. You want no. to be a this porn? This is the farthest from porn. No. No. I I started with high hopes because I like anthology series. Yeah. Um. The I'm trying to before we before we get going. What's the name of the fourth uh, title? It's called "He Her Only Living Son." That's right, her only living son. Okay, um, I loved where the first one. It's called the box mm-hmm. was going. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved the build up. It had a very slow build. It was a slow burn. Mm-hmm. But to quote a very wise man, me no okay. <laughs> It was a slow burn that never catches fire. Yeah. Hey, I'm the wise man. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. Hey, real quick, though. XX is a new all-female-helmed horror anthology featuring four dark tales written and directed by fiercely talented women. Uh, Annie Clark from St. Vincent rocks her directorial debut with The uh, Birthday Party. Karen Kasuma uh, exercises her only living son. Roxanne Benjamin uh, from VHS Trilogy, Southbound uh, Screams, the movie Don't Fall, and Jovanka Vukovic. It's a fun try. Vukovic, Vukovic maybe, um, dares to open the box. Award-winning animator Sophia Carrillo wraps together stories of terror, blood, and mayhem featuring a cast including Natalie Brown, Melanie Linsky, Brita Wool, Angela Timber, Sheila Vand, and Christina Kirk. Mouthful. Yes, I guess the wraparound was just that clumsy animation but stuff, but that's not a wraparound. No. All right, keep going, Like Greg. almost a stop motion right. animation of the house with the eye and the doll face. Yeah, and, the, the, and that, the that's, weird. to me, that's not a wraparound. It's nothing. It's like a way to introduce each movie, yeah. and that was about Which it. Which was, it was weird. So anyway, um, the box had high hopes for it. It didn't go anywhere. I A lot of me wanted to know what was in the box. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. understand that she, that that's not part of the story that she was trying to tell. 
but it's a pretty big piece to it. But what story was she trying to tell if she's not telling you the the falling apart of this family because of what the kid looked at in the box and the fact that he ended the uh, the hunger or the want to eat for three quarters of his family just by telling them yeah. what was in this box. So curiosity killed the kid? Possibly? No. I don't know, but the, I have no idea. But the end of it was just like that. They really, that's how you want There's to end There's no yeah. ending to that no. movie. It's, un, no. it's, a, it's, it's unfinished. It's yeah. ridiculous. It's not done. And the, and, the, and the dream dinner reminded us, reminded me of our 30 seconds. Okay, was that a dream? I, I, I was going to say, that's, I, was gonna, I almost texted you guys last night. I was, I was going to say, watch the box. Midnight Frights did it better. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was a dream. In 30 seconds. In 30, yeah. Yep. That was our 36, I, I 30 second entrance. I so that was a dream. Okay. I got and, it. I yeah, because she woke up and she was okay. still intact. Yeah. yeah. So it had it had good potential. I loved how slow it burned. I just think it burned a little too slowly. I I agree with Josh. There was no ending to it's, it. And that, yeah, was, it's exactly what. There was, there was no ending. There was, there, was, there was no payoff. No. No, it's, it's like lighting a firecracker, yeah. watching the fuse go, and then realizing it was a dud. So um, the box was a dud. Wonderfully shot, though. I thought it beautiful. Was, it I, looked I, thought great. It, I thought it looked great. <laughs> yeah, looked really absolutely, great. absolutely beautifully shot. So um, the box left a really bad taste in my mouth. Maybe it was a box of rocks. Yeah, I like yours better, but I, I think I had a pretty good one too. Oh damn! Nice. The it. box left a bad taste in my mouth. Oh yeah. Oh, I get it. I get Gosh! It. <laughs> wow! Crickets. No, not um, crickets. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the birthday party had potential. It's, I I really don't even know how to describe it. Like it did not keep my attention. I was back and forth between my phone and jotting small notes down about a wife putting a panda suit on her dead husband and trying to make sure that whoever the other lady in the house she was like did the, not the, find out that like the, the was, husband had died or was that lady the mom from the first one because she don't. looked the exact no, same. No, it wasn't. Um, I don't think it was anyway. Not same character, but like same actress. Actress, yeah. Very, well, that could have been similar. I don't know. I like I said, I, I watched the first five minutes and kind of gave up after that point. Yeah, but th- there wasn't much of a payoff, and when there was a potential payoff, the movie ended. Yeah. <clears throat> Like the the head came off the husband, yeah. and then all right, they the end. Done. That was it. And then, we're, we're, well, and then it had the like those, the birthday party, and then or it had when like the, Angela, whatever her name is, right? It had was, the humorous uh, captions afterwards, and that was about it. That's like, yeah, it's like, okay, well, you had potential, and then you just kicked the chair out from under right. me. Thanks for that. Um, the best one of this entire anthology was "Don't Fall Down," or "Don't Fall," "Don't Fall," "Don't Fall." Sorry, not "Don't Fall Down." Um, the beginning was slow to start, but once uh, she fell into there and met whatever that creature thingy was, if it was an alien or whatever it happened to be, I, I it, it picked up and it went for it. And I thought it did a phenomenal job. Um, the thing that they created her into was creepy as mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it was the goriest. It was the goriest, that is for sure. I thought the best part was after she broke into the RV and they try to break out, and she actually yeah. shuts the door and locks him. And then accidentally locks him in. He's standing there trying to get out, and she's just standing. Best part of the entire film. Yeah. Best part. So that was probably the best one out of all of them. Yeah. I didn't even watch her living, her own living son, only he's living son. In. I just, I, I, I'd lost it by that point. Like 
I was happy with Don't Fall, but it started off and it was just like, I don't know where this is going based on the other three or the other two. Mm-hmm. I don't Let even want go. to give it a care. I, I don't. Okay. So, Patrick? A little bit of trivia in the birthday party. At one point, she, uh, I thought she was going to go pet a cat and she reaches over and just turns the cat. That it's actually, oh, yeah, that it's, was weird. It's a stuffed animal, and it, according to this trivia thing on here, that's Danny Elfman's stuffed cat that makes an appearance in there for weird. people who don't know. That's Do you guys know who Danny know. Elfman yeah, yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, All right, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's... Oingo Boingo. Oingo Boingo. Oingo Boingo. Um, or the, uh, the soundtrack guy to the Tim Burton version yeah. of Planet of the Apes. Or, or, or uh, Edward Scissorhands, I think he Edward did. Edward yeah, Scissorhands, and what was the one with the Nightmare Before Christmas? Basically anything from Timber. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, and going back to uh, the birthday um, party, uh, Melanie Linsky, <clears throat> I think, um, I really like her as an actress. She does a lot of indie movies, um, and uh, I... I just really like what she does. So I was disappointed with this movie. Um, so I don't know if she was a friend of the director, writer, or what the deal was, how she got the gig. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't feel it did anything for her, for her career or anything like that. I just didn't understand it, why she was trying to hide the fact that her husband was dead. Yeah, it's like, what's what's the purpose, you know? Yeah. You, like, and who was the lady that she was trying to hide it from? Well, it was, it was like a caretaker, a secretary, something like, like, a, like a nanny. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's kind of how I took it. Yeah. But it's like, okay, the husband died. This is not anything out of the ordinary unless... Right. What's the point? And I didn't of, know if she was trying to hide it from her or trying to hide it from the daughter. Yeah. yeah the daughter makes sense. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. And that's trying when she first found birthday. him. But when she saw the caretaker coming in and then tries to hide the body in the closet yeah. and everything else, it's like, no, tell the, that, figure this out. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Make um, a phone call. Make a yeah. phone call. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I, I, I really like her as an actress and um, just disappointed by the short itself. Uh, and then uh, I think I agree with you, uh, Greg, the, the, the Don't Fall is probably the best of the four. And I just could not get into <clears throat> Her Only Living Son. No. I, I could not get into it whatsoever. Um, <clears throat> and then just the way that it ended was... I didn't get the ending yeah. of that one either. They hugged yeah. it out and then but, they fell over and died. Well, they hugged it out to the point where they squeezed the blood out of each other, basically. Yeah, she was. It's like she was holding on to him so he couldn't be taken from her. Right. That's and, and yeah. That's it. I, so I mean, overall, as an anthology, I think it failed in the sense of I did not feel there was a wraparound, even though this uh, re, this uh, synopsis said there was one. So nothing really tied the four movies together, and I just didn't feel they were as strong as they could be. No. Um. So. That, that's where I stand on that. And I, I guess as time goes on, maybe I f- I'm finding I'm not as big of a fan of anthologies as mm-hmm. other people are. Yeah. Uh, it's it's nice for people to be able to put together <clears throat> shorts like that and try to get them into something that can be released. But, you know, we always find that there's like, you know, if there's four, we usually find like one that we like. Yeah. And right. the other three, we don't. Turds. Yeah. So. Turds in the punch bowl. So yeah, so I don't know if they, if I'm just becoming tainted on that or, or what. So and yes, I said taint. Yeah. <laughs> taint. Mm. Um, Did it leave a bad taste in your mouth? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> just like the box. Ooh. Um, this just got gross. So this was a movie that was an hour and twenty minutes long, and that it could have really used 
that extra 10 minutes to tie this shit together. Right. Because this movie was an hour and 20 minutes of unfinished product. They need to go back in there and finish this fucking movie. There's there's, there's not an ending to one of these movies except for Don't Fall kind of had an ending. At least it had like a... This is what's going to happen. This is what happened to every character. Mm-hmm. This is what happened. Uh-huh. This is yep. how there's a there's there's a, a finale to that movie or to that short. It's the only one that has an ending. Uh, with that said, I actually went and said uh, and ranked them at a four, uh, first what I thought was the best and what I thought was the worst. And I actually put the box at number one because hmm. the box left me wondering... And it kept me thinking about it after it was done. Okay. Um, and that's why I put that at number one. Going back and thinking of, about it now, you're probably right. Don't Fall was probably the best one because it was the goriest and it had an ending to it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, especially if you're going to label yourself as a horror anthology. Yeah. That a couple of them I didn't think were necessarily yeah, I horror. I mean, there's gore in the... There was horror-ass... Whore- Horror, triple X. Wow, <laughs> good words. Horror aspects to the box. <laughs> no, we have to go back with the horror ass. I like that better. This is not triple X. <laughs> um, Vin Diesel did not make an appearance. No, there were horror aspects in the box. Uh, there were horrific aspects to the birthday party. But no, I don't know that I would classify them. Like yeah. the the birthday party was almost <clears throat> more comedic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. than it was horrific. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it just felt like it was, it was the movie didn't get finished. Um, and they worked on this movie for like a few years trying to get it all put together. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, so it was like, if I worked on a movie for that long, I'd make sure it got finished. Um, that's just me though. And, uh, yeah, it, it, uh, the movie ended and I was just. You Bum. thought there's an hour and a half. I'm not getting back. Not even that. It was just like, where's the where's the last ten minutes so you can finish the movie? That's all right. I want is ten more minutes. Really, mm-hmm. um, the non-existent wraparound device is what they need to go back in and figure out how to tie this shit together. Not that if you if you want to go back and look at it and you want to look at the segments in between the movies, that could essentially it's its own movie. There's a yeah. beginning, the end where the little doll goes into the girl's heart and the door shuts or whatever. Right. That, that could have been, there's a beginning and there's an end to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you look at it, it's, it's a fifth movie. Remind me, um, the movie <clears throat> trick or treat. Was there a wraparound to I that? Can't. Yes, there was. was, there's a wraparound to that. There's okay. a, something that ties all that together. <laughs> a, a little bit of me was anticipating something very similar to that. Um, that's why you know, I, I call it a wraparound just because it was, Something that they played to get you from one movie to the next. Yeah. But no, there wasn't any story about it. So I was just yeah. curious. So uh, XX. So uh, Greg, if you were to rank the four of them in order, what would you? Uh, number one was definitely Don't Fall. Uh, number two, <laughs> based on interest alone, was The Box. Three, The Birthday Party. And four, I'm going to leave blank because... I didn't even watch didn't see her yeah. own living okay. sign or it was that right. bad. But, yeah, and and my ranking matches yours exactly. Don't fall the box, birthday and living son. Uh, mine was the box, don't fall, here her only living son, and then birthday party was Ooh. my final one. So 
The, the, one of the things that pissed me off most about the blocks was you bring in this character right at the beginning, the guy with the hat and the weird mm-hmm. eyes. And you never see him you again. You never see never. him again. You never see him again. If you're going to play somebody that prominently, if he's going to hold something that's going to cause this kid to ultimately, I don't want to say off his family, but for lack of a better term, or be the cause of the reason his family dies within months of each other, that's significant. Why would you not bring that character back? Yeah. I don't need, I don't really even need to see what's in the box. I, I'm okay with not being able to see what's in the box. That's perfectly fine by me. You know, what would have been interesting if they would have used that character to tie in all the movies together. That would have been yeah. cool. I would have been okay with that. Yeah. But bring back somebody that's significant because you've made them significant for a reason. Don't just be like, oh, yeah, you got this little bit part here. Who the box? Look in there. Oh, now you're all dead. Yeah. Even when she was looking for him, they, I mean, they spent like three, four minutes of her looking for him. Yeah. There's got to be some payoff. This is what didn't make any sense <clears throat> to me either. And maybe you can explain this to me also. Is she spends all the time at the end looking for him and then the very last line of dialogue in that movie is I'm hungry mm-hmm. but nobody ever shares the info with her as to what was in the box right so why is she hungry why does that starvation thing because the other people don't have hunger so she hasn't been affected by it so for her to say I'm hungry is so it's her, she, she still hasn't been she affected. wouldn't have stopped eating because she didn't know what was in the box she wasn't given the secret but she's stopping eating because she's trying to find out what the secret was. So I see what you're but saying. But then she's spending all of her time looking, looking for this for guy. It. Yeah. Okay. So essentially, is this guy carrying like the the only thing that can satisfy the hunger? And that's why the kid's not hungry and he's he's content with letting himself go? Because that's what he told his, yeah. what was it, the doctor or his dad? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like, you're going to die. Okay, fine. Yeah, that was the doctor. Yeah. Here's, here's a, positive set, a positive thing I will say about XX because we haven't done that yet. I feel like it's a movie that if you went back and you watched a second time, there's little subtle things in there that you may have missed that you could find. Yes, that's my cat. That you could find a way to understand or find an ending to all of these shorts. See, I would I would go back and watch the box, rewatch the box and look for something like that. I, I'm not going to give the birthday party another look. I think it gave us what it wanted. Well, and that's exactly right. I mean, you're saying this is a movie where if you go back, you're probably going to find some subtle things. But it's not the type of movie that makes you want to go back and right. look for subtle things. Right. 100% true. It's it's a blue ball movie. Scale from one to, <laughs> scale from one to ten, Oh, my Greg. God. It left you with blue balls. Right? <laughs> it left me with blue balls and the bad taste. In That's my why you've got the blue microphone so close to your mouth. <laughs> Scale from one to ten, Greg. Or two. Two. Uh, yeah, I'd give it about a three. All right. I didn't hate it that much. I was gonna say six. Oh, okay. But shit. I no, I I think they did they did everything they could with uh the other film. I think Don't Fall was held that thing together. Yeah. But And Don't Fall actually the image from the end of that movie is actually the image you see before you start the movie. Mm-hmm. So there's, they're selling that movie on that. On Don't Fall. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think they recognize that though. So, uh, yeah. I think uh, that's pretty much it on yeah. that. Okay. Uh, let's go around right quickly, right quickly, and do our little plugs. Our plugs? We got plugs. If you're looking for some high quality movie reviews, jump over to greg, the movie guy, dot blogspot.com. I have a plethora, that's right, 
a plethora of movie reviews, some old, some new, some you just can't miss. Jump over, leave me a comment, let me know what you think, let me know what I could do better, let me know what uh, you want to see, because I like doing uh, call-outs and shout-outs and whatever the word is that I can't happen to think of off the top of my head. Requests? We'll call it TRL. TRL? Total request live, except it's not live. So total request for movie reviews. I'm going to quit now. Go to gregthemovieguy.blogspot.com. Read some good movie reviews, and I hope to see you there later. Including his newest review for when he watches The Void. Yeah, that'll probably happen. Yeah, Uh, Patrick? Um, I'm just going to pimp out Prairie Lights Film Festival. Yes, please. Uh, Friday, October 20th through Sunday, October 22nd at the Grand Theater in Grand Island, Nebraska. Do you think they did that on purpose? I, grand grand no, I really don't. That just makes so. sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we do have a film playing there. So, we do? Um, it's super cheap. It's 10 bucks for the whole weekend. Uh, if you buy your tickets in advance, you get a nice little like uh, sampler DVD with a bunch of shorts on there. You get uh, your popcorn vouchers and drink vouchers. You get discounts at all the uh, local. I should do that this year. I uh, haven't done that in the past. Yeah. I need um, to do that. Buy in no. advance. You get some cool shit. And uh, so you get vouchers for drinks and mm-hmm. you get discounts at the at their sponsors. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a really good time. ton of really great Nebraska films played all three days. And um, you get to talk to cool filmmakers and shit. So yeah. it's fun. Um, MidnightFrightFilms.com. Go check us out. Midnight Fright Cast on the Facebook. Midnight Frights on Facebook. We are on Instagram, although we haven't posted there for a while. And we oh, yeah. have the YouTube channel, Midnight Fright Films. Yes. With a bunch of cool shit on there. So go check it out. And that was on the podcast, too. I think that's how we should we'll see. It. We'll see if that picked up yep nice. so, with that <laughs> with, with that uh, I'm gonna call this uh, we bombed on the cast um, actually we did pretty well for not yeah I mean we didn't stumble no. around like you and I did horribly that was awful yeah uh, for Midnight Fright Films I'm Josh and Greg what's up and, and Patrick hey hi. and we're out we're crashing goodbye goodbye